welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 264, recorded live on Sunday, July 8th, 2012, and here are your hosts, the man who's going to be going to work on my birthday, Dave Play. Hi! And the man who might have to go to jury duty, Andy Lowe, hi. Jury duty? Yes. Jury duty isn't fun. On my birthday. I mean, you get paid for it? Yes, I get paid how much? Not enough to be a professional jurist. Was it five dollars? Sorry, twelve fifty for a first half day of service, and twenty five dollars for the first full day of service. Ah, <sighs> uh, my birthday. Yep. I'm sorry. I mean, I'd, I'd ask you like what case it's about, but you don't know. And even if you did know, you couldn't tell us. Are you well, are you going to make an actual attempt not to be on the jury? Because it's the selection first, right? Yeah, I have to. I have to call in the number on the eleventh. Oh, and then they'll say yes, come and be. Come and see if we want you on the jury or no, we don't need you. Yes. That's why I said I may or may not. I might have to go to jury duty on my birthday. Yeah, I, I actually kind of forgot that your birthday's coming up soon. Uh-huh. I actually have it on my calendar. I actually have it on my calendar, too. But I have it on my calendar as something else. Like, I recognize that it's your birthday. It just doesn't say Andy's birthday. Does it say woot? It says bag of crap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that is kind of the, you know, Andy's birthday is there, and that's really cool. It's a bag of crap. Guaranteed. On yes. woot. Although the last couple of years, they've been doing funny things with it. Yes. Like the choose your own adventure the choose your own adventure or the you are gambling because it's whatever the dow closes at because it's the day that everybody knows is going to have a bag of crap so they're trying to make it a little harder to get said bag yeah yeah i'm not sure it's i mean at that point it's a one in it like a one in ten chance to literally get crap mm-hmm. oh son of a what i'll have to pay for parking what yeah. Maybe they'll validate it. Parking is available at the hotel parking ramp at a discounted rate. That kind of sucks. <laughs> so not only will I be possibly going in on my birthday, but I'll get paid, ooh, $25, maybe. Maybe $12. And then I'll have to pay for parking. This is just crap. I'm sorry. Not your fault. I know. I'm still sorry. Stupid people and their breaking of the laws. Gar. Well, no, no, no. Not breaking. Not the people breaking the law. That's not the problem. It's the damn legal system. <laughs> Trial by your peers. Things like that. So that's going to be fun. But then also I've got Hans's wedding. Ooh. Afterwards, too. In Gaylord, Michigan. Yep. Way up. Yep. So that should be fun. I'll get to dance like a fool. You and Hans both. I, I actually, that's like, I'm going to be very sad that I missed that. <sighs> Seeing the two of you dance. It was at Brendan's wedding, I do believe, mm-hmm. that Kate was asked if I was drunk. <laughs> no. By other people. And no. she's like, no, no, that's just what he does. I had a lot of fun at Brendan's wedding. It was fun. I, I expect similar hijinks and escapades at, at Hans's wedding. We shall see. So I expect a full report. I will let you know. So. So, what else? It's 4th of July. It was. I see we do not have San Diego on our list of topics. We could plan, what we we should have done is planned for the whole show of San Diego and then only spent 15 seconds on it. (laughs) Oh my. That that answers the question though, because hasn't that always been in your head of like, (laughs) what would it it look like if they just all went up at once? Yeah. Now we know. I feel so bad for that company though. Oh. Because, I mean, do you know how expensive those shows are to run? Yeah. You're, You're looking hundreds of thousands of dollars and it's literally up in smoke in 19 seconds yeah they are they they offered to run the show again for free and they are expecting that next year they will run it for free as well so this cost them 
a lot of money, yeah. like an incredible amount. But oh man, I've been to the Detroit Windsor fireworks in person. Yeah, and you spent hours getting there ahead of time, waiting around, and then you'd watch the fireworks, and you would spend hours going home, going home because the traffic's so bad. Yeah, so I'm thinking like if I spent hours getting there, watching something blow up for 19 seconds, and then having to spend hours going home after being disappointed, oh my god, I'd be so pissed. Oh, it would be bad. So. Yes, they probably should offer some sort of refund and free show. Yeah, I don't know if they're offering a refund. I mean, it, it's a. Well, technically, people are charged to go and watch it. So well, no, but uh, the city paid for it. Yeah. <sighs> so, how was your Fourth of July? It was good. Spent it indoors. Actually, we didn't go and see fireworks. It was you know like 103 degrees out. Oh my god. So yeah. Yeah, we were helping. I was helping see, Kate. Kate's dad move, and it was like 90 degrees inside the house. Yeah. So we we stayed inside and played video games most of the day. Played a lot of Civ 5 actually. <laughs> I've been noticing that on Steam. Yep. Everybody pops up Civ 5. Oh, I'm guessing God and Kings is out. Uh, it is, but we don't have it yet. Oh. Rye is the only one who's bought God and Kings. You haven't bought it yet? Mm-mm. I'm surprised at that. Andy, what's happening next week? Um, I have to go to jury duty. No, technically this week. July 11th or 12th will be the Steam sale. Is that official now? No. <laughs> But that's when all the Meet the Pyro special awards disappear. What special awards? If you play Team Fortress 2, you get a chance to get piles of ash, which you can then use to craft items. Ah. But those items, like the the crates and the ash, disappear on the 11th. Hmm. So you've got limited run items coming up. Gotcha. I just logged in once to get the Pyro Vision goggles. That was yes. it. I've actually played a fair amount of TF2 recently, too. But Civ Five has been kind of dominating the, the circle of friends of what are we going to play. Gotcha. We've gotten up to five player games now. Oh my. It's actually really fun. I don't know if I'd want to join it or not, because it's Civ Five. It's just... You know, Andy, I, I know your feelings on that. I know that it's it's not Civ Four or Civ Three, but once you start to, to kind of take the tactics, it's a really good game. It simplifies a lot. You don't have to worry about things as much. Uh, combat tactics have changed drastically. Oh, I know that, but I'm not a big combat person in Civ. Then don't fight. I know. There are... In Civ Five. I've beaten the computers on uh, the the one easier than normal difficulty with one city. Is that uh, Prince? Uh, Prince, I think, is the normal difficulty, so okay. Warlord. Probably. But one city. Hmm. I didn't capture any cities. I didn't burn any cities because you have to capture them in order to do it. I just made the one city, and I won with, like, a cultural victory. Gotcha. And it wasn't against one computer. It was against, like, 11 computers, hmm. including Moctezuma. Gotcha. So I had to stay very good friends with him. It was very hard. <laughs> It's a good game. You should play it with us. I suppose. And then we can have a secret alliance that's not so secret because some of the other players listen to this podcast. Oh, just like our secret alliances and diplomacy. Yeah, those never really worked, did they? No, no, they didn't. Usually it was you turning on me, which is kind of surprising. Oh, please. No, it really is. Please. It started with me turning on you. (laughs) I only did it, like, once, maybe twice, and then, like, every time after that, you turned on me. Right. You did. I don't believe it. What do you you mean? Oh, well. At least with Civ Five, you can't do the the vassal trick. Mm -hmm. Man, that was so good. It's one of those times, like, well, screw it, I want this game to end, and I don't care if I win. Well, I, I, it was that, and it's also that it was better that one of us win than yeah. neither of us. 
And you clearly were not going to win. No, no, I was not. Okay, this is not cool, Google. What is Google doing now? Well, in the 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 thing you posted, the topic yes. you posted about the spring cleaning and that they're shutting down iGoogle, they're shutting down Google Mini, they're shutting down the Google Video, which is you know not terribly unexpected given that they own YouTube. Yeah, I, I was kind of expecting that years ago. Well, they stopped taking uploads in May 2009. Yeah, so it's like, why is this? still here it's still that that was the surprising like okay shutting down iGoogle that was kind of surprising yeah I like I use iGoogle it's a great place for latitude yeah you had latitude on there you could do RSS feeds on there it's it was a good little homepage. yeah but, but it's the, the really not cool thing is this uh, interactive design at the top of the page yes I'm trying to get all the balls off the screen at the same time it's I, I, I didn't notice it at first until I just randomly saw them wiggle a little bit I'm like what was that yeah I'm I'm way too distracted by this right now. I'm trying to juggle them all and keep them in the air. Well, I just like how it's spring cleaning in summer. Well, just because, you know, it's yeah. the July 3rd doesn't mean it's not spring spring. Okay, it does. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm too distracted by bouncing balls. <laughs> Well, it's just the fact that Google Video is gone, which was no surprise. It's, it's a surprise that it's still around. But iGoogle, that was a neat little thing, and I'm sad that it's going to go. But the question is, how many people still use a start page anymore? Uh, I think that's a question that Gawker Media brought up and saying, like, why is this even important? And I don't know. I mean, I use the Chrome's tabs start page of, like, you know, here's your most recently and most frequently viewed sites. Yeah, I, I like how... Uh... <laughs> I'm just looking at mine because the Firefox new version has those. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I've got Facebook, Gmail, Penny Arcade, New York Times Crossword, Random Acts. I've got five. Reader, Netflix, Games by Email, which is probably my turn in a couple things. I haven't checked it in like a week. Yeah, I've got four turns to take. Uh, a couple web comics, Gmail, Google Voice. Yeah, I haven't actually checked a Games by Email either. See if there's any of mine. My turns. Oh, no turns waiting. Awesome. Never mind. It's not my turn. But I'm just looking at them like, I don't really go to that many websites, it seems. Because one of them on there is Facebook. Facebook. Do I ever really go to Facebook? I don't know. Do you? Not really, no. I mean, you you evidently like things on Facebook. A lot of articles. What? What do you mean, what? I like articles on Facebook. I haven't actually looked at my news. My uh... Like every so often on, on Kotaku or Gizmodo, I'll see your picture. Because it knows that we're friends on Facebook, so it finds that. You like things on Facebook. Yeah, I need to do that. Anyway, sorry. Okay. So, other news topics. Yes. I'm getting away from the bouncing bubble things. Good idea. And not taking my turns right now. Um, the FBI is making a claim that there are still 300,000 people infected by the, the, the one... I don't even remember what it's called. DNS changer. Wasn't it the, the really famous virus from a little while ago, though? There was a botnet called DNS changer. Okay. DNS changer. Yeah. Which they... will change people's DNS servers? Well, it will... Or it'll change... point them to a different DNS server? Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's like the lamest virus ever. Well, it changed their DNS settings, which allowed them to reroute a user's click on web advertisements to alternate sites. Okay. Yeah, if you change, like, the double-click whatever or the, the ads.google.com to something else. Yeah, so then people would pay the botnet to place their ads in the place. Oh, clever. Yeah. Okay. So this botnet got broken up last November. Yeah. Right? Well, the only problem is that it was 
such a problem to if they just took it down, people would lose the internet. What? <laughs> well, because people don't know about their DNS. Oh, right, because their DNS servers are quite okay. So the, it would be pointing towards these rogue, rogue servers. So if the botnet got taken down, the rogue, rogue DNS servers would be taken down. Therefore, people would not be able to connect. So the FBI actually put up their own rogue DNS servers in place of the botnet mm-hmm. and told people told like the ISPs like, look, you guys need to uh, fix this. So the ISPs over the past eight months, I guess, right, so, yeah, eight months, have been slowly like telling people like, look, you guys you need, need to fix f- your computer. Yeah, you guys need to fix your computer. But still, after eight months, there, it's down to 300,000 from 4 million. But still, it's at 300,000. I mean, it's really nice that the, the ISC, in this case, Internet Systems Consortium, is running these servers. Yeah, because they need the, the people to say, hey, like, we don't want you to lose your Internet, but you guys need to fix your shit. <laughs> Too stupid to own internet. Like I said, what, the old internet superhighway driver's license? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your class A license, you can go to Wikipedia, news.google.com, CNN. You can't click on the links, though. No. Class B license allows you to get to Facebook. <laughs> For that, you have to find out things like, you know, is it possible to delete a picture on Facebook? No. Just, I like this idea. What, so what, what's the next phase? I don't, I don't know. It's Class C, you get a blog. <laughs> Super user license. You are the internet. You get to access Onion web pages. The, the tour? Yeah. The do, onion. You, do you under, understand the dark side of the internet? <laughs> Class triple X license. You have access to 4chan. <laughs> it was a neat idea that I had. I swear you shot it down a long time ago. I did. I did. It, it, it's still problematic, but I mean, there there are people who are just too not too stupid. I'm not going to say that they aren't too stupid to use the internet, but they they don't understand how it works or where any of the information is and can't fix it. Yeah. You know, if, if you or I got this DNS changer, a we have virus scanners running. Yes. So we'd pick that up. But also, if you know, like all of a sudden the internet's down. Oh, I wonder what's going on. Try pinging an IP. Hey, look at that. I can connect to the IP address. Try pinging Google.com. Oh, it's routing it somewhere. Oh, that somewhere doesn't exist anymore. Hey, wait, where's my DNS? You see, that's why I'm running Open DNS actually. Yeah, I, I think I am too. Actually, eight dot eight dot eight dot eight. Right. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> hmm. So it's just. But everybody, it's it's like the way the automobiles are going now. People just want it to work. They don't care how it works. They just want it to work. I mean, do I need to know how it works beyond the basics of an internal combustion engine? Do you even need to know the basics of an internal combustion engine? I mean, not to drive, but I do know the basics of an internal combustion engine. Might not know all the, the key terms, but I understand piston goes out, sucks in the, the air and the gas mixture, piston compresses, spark plug goes off, mixture explodes, piston gets shot back down cycle repeats there are four words dave what are those four words suck suck is it squeeze yes so it's suck squeeze blow no oh suck squeeze bang blow yes that's what it was i believe i did just describe those four steps i know but i like my four words better yes and then but you know there's other cylinders doing this at the at staggered times and then it just keeps going back and forth and it basically if you'll excuse the pun drives itself well, you don't actually need the other cylinders. You can do the actually original. I think the Benz's original uh, car. Well, 
well. Was it a one-cylinder? Was a one-cylinder four-stroke. Where is it getting the, the energy to push it back in? A flywheel. Oh. Inertia is a property of matter. <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy. Speaking of matter. Oh. And mass, more specifically. Yes, inertia is a property of matter, as, as is the fact that two pieces of matter cannot have the same quantum state, which means you know they, they can't be in the same place, really. Um, but mass is something that's kind of eluded physicists for years. Wasn't that one of the four unknowns? Like what causes gravity? What, what gives particles mass? What gives particles mass? The strong force and the weak force or something like that? I, I think we actually have the strong force, but the weak force was kind of unknown and dark matter is still sitting out there going like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, man, I watched a can- uh, Captain Quantum. Doctor Quantum? Doctor Quantum thing. Which one? Uh, the slits experiment. The double slit. Yeah. Isn't it, by the way, do you, when you close your eyes and you're listening to Doctor Quantum, do you see Doctor Breen? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Is, is that a li- I, I think they should have just kept it as Doctor Breen. Well, didn't Captain Quantum or whatever his name come out first? Perhaps. They should remake it with Doctor Breen. <laughs> but Doctor Breen is evil. I don't care. <laughs> Wait, he's not evil. He would be Dr. Evil. He wasn't evil any more than Gaius Baltar was evil in the, the what was that, third season of Battlestar Galactica? You're talking like I've actually watched Battlestar God Galactica. God damn it. Okay, so <laughs> the, the, the humans, uh, spoiler alert everyone, uh, the humans, the remaining humans found a habitable planet and colonized it. Wait, we needed to find a habitable planet? Yeah, the, they, there were only like 50,000 humans left. Uh, the Cylons did a surprise nuclear attack and basically wiped everyone out. Mm. Billions of people. Gotcha. Potentially like like trillions of people. Um, so they, they find this planet. There's only like 50,000 humans left. And this guy is the president of he, newly elected president of the, the 50,000 people. And they've been living there for a year, and then the Cylons find it. And the Cylons are these terrible, terrible machines, and they come in with guns blazing, and the president surrenders. Oh, what the frack? Well, when it's like 50,000 people with limited weapons versus millions and millions of people with really advanced weapons. True. What are you going to do? Go down guns blazing? No. You you don't. Andy, those 50,000 people are the remainder of humanity. Oh. You go down guns blazing, that's it. There's no one to take revenge. There's no one who will keep it going. You're done. Game over. No saves. No continues. GG. Yeah. So he surrenders. So Breen was no more evil than that. Okay. So should we actually get back to the topic that I care about? I suppose. (laughs) It's like Battlestar Galactica slowly starting to glaze over. (laughs) Have you... You haven't seen the series? No. It's... The first three seasons are pretty good. The last season's kind of garbage. I think it ends on a pretty sour note. Mm. Go watch the first three seasons. Oh, you know what ends on a sour note? What I ends watched, on a sour uh, note? Buried. Buried? Yeah, it's a film with Ryan Reynolds. Right, which, where it, like the whole film takes place in a, a coffin? Yeah, it's a 90-minute film. I watched it. It ends horribly. Well, don't spoil it for me. I'm just saying it ends bad. I don't like the ending. I don't tell you what the ending is. I just don't like it. He dies in the coffin, and then he's already buried. <laughs> One-stop shopping. So, on July 4th, perfect time to announce this news. Well, for Europe. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, like, wait a minute. They, they did announce it on July 4th. I don't yeah. know why it would be a perfect time, given that it's a European society. True. Well, it kind of goes back to the fact that there was originally, what, in 1990, there was supposed to be a super collider built in Texas, but uh-huh. Congress nixed it. Uh-huh. So we could have had this, you know, like 10 years earlier on American soil doing this sort of experiments, but Congress said no. That's fine. Let the Europeans pay for it. True. Gra- uh, I mean, 
mean, so it's, yeah, I don't know if it'll even be a European who ends up getting the Nobel Prize, because mm. it'll be Peter Higgs, probably, who gets the prize. So, anyway, <laughs> the Higgs boson the, might have been found. The last, according to the standard model, uh, remaining piece of elementary particles may or may not have been found. Because they found something that walks like a Higgs boson, talks like a Higgs boson, smells like a Higgs boson. Boson. Boson, whatever. So it's in the right spot and doing all the right things. So I mean, it, they're, so, so here's the way I see it, Andy. They're pretty damn sure it is the Higgs. Yeah. Like, sure enough to the point where he will end up getting the Nobel Prize for physics. They, they're just covering their asses. Yeah. I saw one thing that said uh, a, a four sigma certainty. Oh, jeez. Which, when you do statistics, four sigma is four standard deviations from the mean. Three standard deviations from the mean is already 99.8%. So they Wait, they've got a five sigma. Jeez, that's like 99. Did they actually point... claim five sigma? According to their quote in this. Yeah, it's the Higgs boson. <laughs> Five Sigma is what? 99.99? It's really, really, nine, really nine, something big. like that. Yeah. There's a lot of nines after the first two. So what does that mean? For the everyday person? Yeah. Nothing. But it's just... Like, absolutely, it doesn't change a thing. No. They built this billion-dollar particle accelerator, which now, by the way, is, is potentially useless. <laughs> Like, it was built with this in mind. It has now fulfilled its function. So, turn it into a theme park? Stop wasting our helium? Because it's liquid helium cooled. Yeah. Yeah, well, we need that helium. <laughs> helium is actually a very scarce resource. We do not have a lot of it. Well, that's good. There's actually news articles of, okay, so what's next for the LHC? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, I suppose they could try smashing larger particles into each other now and, and seeing what they can make. True. But yeah, it, there's really like nothing that the LHC is, is good for right now. Uh, they say they will continue to run ex experiments so the results revealed on Wednesday can be revalidated before it's shut down at the end of the year for maintenance. <laughs> wow. So for all those people who are like, oh, if they ever find this, the world's going to end? Ha! Well, that's not very helpful. <laughs> What's next? Well, they're going to do it again, and they're yeah. going to shut down at the end of the year for maintenance. And then probably just close. <laughs> I mean, you know, what, what are they going to do? They found what they wanted to find. Okay, so for... So, that, so that's for the, the layman, the everyday person. So the, the interesting thing is this kind of makes the standard model work even better. It says, yes, you're on the right path. The problem is exactly what you had mentioned earlier. The standard model doesn't count for things like gravity and dark matter yet. So we're on the right path, but we have so, no idea where to go next. Yeah, so it's kind of like, well, how, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, in fact, uh, uh, Stephen Hawking would, was a little, he was excited about it, but a little disappointed because, and he, he said that, um, you know, all the really great advances in physics came from proving that what people thought was correct was wrong. And so he was kind of hoping that CERN would find something that shows the Higgs boson was wrong. And in fact, he lost a hundred dollar bet about it. Oh man, Stephen Hawking has such the funnest bets. <laughs> I swear there was a bet with, like, he bet somebody a subscription to Playboy or Penthouse or something. What? Yeah, I, I, hold on. Uh, I think it was about black holes. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, it's gotta be on here. No, there was one about, okay, the black hole bet was a uh, encyclopedia. No, in 1975, cosmologist Stephen Hawking bet fellow cosmologist Kim Kip Thorne a subscription to Penthouse. Ah, there we go. Or four years of private eye that the Cygnus X1 would turn out not to be a black hole. It has been said that Hawking hoped to lose the bet since so much of his work depended on the existence of black holes. <laughs> oh, Stephen Hawking. Fun guy, it seems. 
Okay, so yeah, the grand plan at the LHC. So they're going to shut down for all of 13 and maybe the first half of 2014. And they're going to, after the repairs are done, they're going to be able to boost the energy from a present 4 TeV per beam to a 6.5 TeV per beam. I don't know what that means. They're shutting down for a year? Year and a half, most likely. Holy crap. That's a lot of of repairs. Yeah. I I feel like this is a poor design choice. Then I, we're going to. Be, I mean, if I if I if you contracted me to build you something, I said, oh sure, I can do that. But every year and a half, you're going to have to shut it down for a year. I I, <laughs> I don't. I it's just it's so crazy. This whole this whole idea of this huge thing. Now they found it. What's next? I don't know. We're going to shut down for a year and a half. Yeah, maybe we'll come up with something in that year. <laughs> Well, we're gonna I, we're gonna make it more powerful while we sit and wait. Well, it is huge. Well, like, why would they make it bigger if they've already found what they need to find? Well, maybe they. I, what we need is a freaking quantum physicist on. So, Andy, <laughs> what I need you to do is find a quantum physicist <laughs> and bring him on. <sighs> I suppose there so, have to be many at, at various universities in Michigan. Probably. In fact, I know for a fact there are because that's who Stephen Hawking lost his bet to. Yeah. So, should we try and yes. talk about something that's you know? understandable with a normal brain. Such as? Well, we'll stay in Europe for a bit. Okay. Remember ACTA? ACTA. Kind of like the the European version of SOPA and PIPA? Not really. Closest I can think of is BACTA, which was the medical treatment in Star Wars. It was the anti-counterfeiting trade agreement that was kind of done in secret in the European Union. Sure. Okay, so it was signed signed into uh, whatever. Law. Law. But then it also had to be uh, basically ratified by the uh, European Parliament. Yes. The Parliament voted 478 to 39 to reject. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) To 39? Yeah. 39 people in favor of it. Yes. 400 and some against it. Yes. Where were the 39 from? I am not sure. You can read the ruling here. Because it was the trade agreement that was done in secret all about like anti-counterfeiting and this sort of things and criminalized DRM circumvention and everything else like that. And then... So they got the treaty all signed, but then it had to be ratified, and everybody in Parliament was like, no. And no. So now it's basically dead in the water. Good. You can't pass it without it being ratified, so. Yep. Another crazy internet copyright law is dead. Thank Yay. God. Where do you see that? There's the numbers. Parliament voted. Massive public protests. Are you trying to find it still? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking. All right, whatever. <laughs> it was a lot to a little, I'll just say that. Yeah, wow, that's really impressive. So still staying in Europe, the other copyright laws, news. Yes. Um, Digital games? Yeah. Can be resold. Yeah. So, like, I could resell my Steam library? Yes. The caveat is the fact, though, is that you can no longer use it after you sold it. Well, duh. Which seems to be, you know... You sold your copy. Yeah. Yeah. I, that makes sense. Did, did people want to sell it and still have it? I don't know. I can sell my cake and eat it, too? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't do that. I know. So they, I can't believe it took a whole court of justice ruling to say, hey. (laughs) Don't be a dick. Sure, you can sell your digital stuff. Because you see all the licenses for digital copyright stuff saying, oh, I don't know. You just have a license. You don't actually own it. You have a license to use it. Yes, and that's fine. I have a license to use it. I should be able to sell the license. Yeah, but no, you can't do that. Except it's a non-transferable license. Well, now it is. (laughs) 
yep. in Europe. Wow, I wonder... So Steam is going to have to implement that for Europe. Yep. I wonder if they'll just go ahead and say, you know what, screw it, and implement it here. Because you think about it, Steam would be able to easily... You could, Steam could actually set up their own... Used games. ...market, yeah. Be like, you know what, I'm, and in fact, <laughs> I have a lot of Steam games that I just have no interest in going back and playing. So Steam could buy back the games and a digital version of GameStop. Buy back the games, resell them as used. Yeah, but why would Steam do that? I mean, what what would be their advantage to reselling them as used? It's not like there's physical wear and tear on the product. Mm, I haven't figured that part out yet, but they could still... They'd be selling them at a discounted price for no reason. I mean, there's no incentive for that at all. None. Zero. Hey, if somebody's going to buy it at... The incentive would be if I were to go and say, like, okay, I don't want this game anymore, I will undercut Steam's pricing. Okay. I've still lost money. Yes. Steam has still gained money because they got my copy. Okay, they got your copy, but then they could sell... And maybe they'll take a cut of whatever I sell it for. But what... It's the same reason that GameStop could do it. Somebody would buy the game new at $60. Somebody else would probably buy the game at $30. Yeah, but, Andy, if they're going to offer it for $30, why would anyone buy it for $60? There is no difference between a used digital copy and a new digital copy. That's the point of it being a copy. I suppose. In GameStop, when you go and you buy a used disc, there is physical wear and tear. There is the chance it is damaged. There is a physical thing that you're holding. The box isn't as nice and crisp and clean, things like that. You're lucky to get the instruction booklet. <laughs> Heck, you're lucky to get an instruction booklet on a brand new game now. Right, so there's there's no incentive for Steam to do what you said. Uh, I suppose. What they could do is allow you to resell the game, but take a cut. Yeah, so okay, I'll give you I that bought, part. I bought the game at, you know, it's a, it's a Steam game. I bought the game at 15 bucks. Steam goes in and says, fine, if you want to resell it, we're taking 20% of whatever you resell it at. Now, I'm not going to be able to resell it at 15 bucks because why would anyone pay me 15 bucks when they could just pay Steam for 15 bucks and get the game? True. What will be difficult for Steam is things like the summer sale. They'll have to have some way of tracking how much you paid for the game and not let you resell for more than that. Mm-hmm. Because I wait for a Steam sale and I'm like, oh, well, you know, Civilization's 75% off. I'll buy four copies of it at five bucks each and then I'll resell them three weeks later at 10 bucks each. Hmm. Yeah, that would that'd be kind of funny. What if, why are there suddenly, like, oh my god, these Steam sales are going, the Steam sales are already crazy. Mm-hmm. And everybody buying basically to scalp the prices would be, oh. Right. But still, I'm glad they're doing it. It'll be interesting to see what the, the fallout is. Yeah. By the way, I'd just like to say about two years ago, I remember looking at Steam and saying like, holy crap, they're reaching like two million people logged in simultaneously. Yeah, it's up to 4.3 million. God, I'm looking at my Steam library and there's so many games on here I'm not playing anymore. That I would have no problem selling. Yep. And you know, things like the Humble Bundle. Oh yeah, buy that. Pay, if I pay a penny and get the Steam key, and I get all of those games and then sell them for two bucks each. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Oh, it would work fine for me. I'd be rolling in it. <laughs> 200% profit. Do you know how many Humble Bundles I'd buy? Oh, hundreds. I'd set up a script to just keep going and buying Humble Bundles for one penny. So yeah, this is, you know, it's kind of cool. It's kind of interesting. Like, aha, uh-huh, you do have the right to resell the license, but... The implications for that are pretty nasty. Yeah. So I'm curious how Steam is going to react to it. I'm curious. I, I expect they're going to... Is this the high court? Yes. Like the highest court? Yep, I, highest court. Yep. Wow. I'm curious what Steam's going to do about it. I don't know. We'll find out and let you know. And do you know a couple lawyers? <laughs> 
they happen to know European law? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll have to find that out as well. Okay. So, staying in Europe and European laws. The Pirate Bay yeah. so has it been got blockaded, as it were. In the UK, Netherlands, and a couple other places in Europe. And what was the end result of this blockade? Well, according to xs for all which is one of the largest European ISPs, think of European version of Comcast. Comcast. Um, nothing has changed. <laughs> wow. The network traffic associated with the BitTorrent protocol, which is basically what people would go Pirate to Pirate Bay. Bay for, has basically stayed the same, or in some places, increased. I, like, if, if Pirate Bay lost their Supreme Court cases, and they did, not the, the U.S. Supreme Court, because they haven't come to trial in the U.S. Supreme Court, but uh, they, they've, they've lost their court cases, they've been imprisoned, they're... Why is the website still up? <laughs> Where is this being hosted? Somewhere. Does it really matter as long as it's still up? Like, uh, I don't get it. Is it even still safe to go there? I, I think so. I haven't been to Pirate Bay in forever. I actually had an account at Pirate Bay. What? I, I had signed up for an account. That's crazy. Yeah, well, you, you get to have better searches and stored stuff, and it was actually kind of nice. Hmm. I wonder if that account still exists. Maybe. But, like, why... <laughs> Where? So blocking the the domain had no effect. No. None whatsoever. Wow. That's really amusing. G G M P A A. Good job. Nice try. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's just kind of funny. Yeah. All right, iPad mini. Maybe. Maybe iPad mini. <laughs> Laura just joked, you mean an iPhone? <laughs> Well, bigger than an iPhone, but smaller than an iPad. Yeah, but aren't they also increasing the size of the iPhone? I don't think so. I think the iPhones... It's, I swear the iPhone stayed that same size because of the thumb. Well, that's the reason Jobs picked the original size. Yeah. Was that it was just... That was the size so that your thumb could reach the entire screen. But with all these competitors with, like, giant-ass screens, like the, you know, the Galaxies, the Evo... Fire. The Kindle... Well, I'm not even looking at the tablets. I'm just looking at, like, phones that have large screens. Um, you know, the iPhone when you compare it, it's kind of dinky and tiny. So, I, I, you know, now that Jobs' firm hand is no longer on Apple's reins, there's been a lot of talk about them making a larger phone. And the same thing with a smaller tablet. Jobs said, absolutely not. We are not, you know, he, he said they are not going to produce a smaller version of the iPad. And hey, look, they're planning a smaller version of the iPad. My guess is because of the Kindle Fire. Because mm. Kindle Fire is a 7-inch screen, right? Yep, as is the uh, Nexus 7. Yeah, and their price points are cheaper. And the tick of the the increase of purchases of the iPad 2 after the price dropped mm -hmm. was crazy. Yep. By the way, speaking of the, the Nexus 7 being cheaper, yeah. Google is missing out. They did hit the sub-200 price point, which is awesome. They needed to give it away. If, if they were to give away the Nexus 7 at like 150 bucks, which would you rather have, Andy, an iPad at 250 or a Nexus 7 at 150 I'd go with the Nexus 7 at 150 Now, would you actually be, you know, you who have a, a job, not a great one, but a job, no offense, <laughs> Untaken. <laughs> uh, would you be willing to invest 150 bucks in a tablet like that? I don't know. Would you be willing to invest 250 bucks in the iPad? No. Definitely not, no. right? Yeah. Would you be willing to invest 200 bucks in an iPad? <sighs> Probably not. Would you be willing to invest 150 in the Nexus 7? I, I. The question becomes: Is what would I use it for? I don't know. What do I people actually use their tablets for? Mostly consumption, streaming, Netflix, things like that. Well, I don't have Netflix, so that's out. Although if you buy the uh, the Nexus Q as well, you can stream all of your music to the Q. 
I have all, most of my music that I want to listen to on my iPod. Yes. Which I've also got the stuff to connect my phone to iTunes. Yes. The iSync or whatever. Yeah, iSync. Yeah. Or that is double such a twist. fantastic program. I hated Double Twist. I hated Double Twist too, but it was free, so. Yeah, iSync was worth the money. Especially since it can actually um, do play counts. Yeah, and store the, the play count and smart playlists. Yep. Yeah. Which is how I do most of my stuff there, which I can do like skips and everything else like that. You know, I, I do recall having to convince you to investigate smart playlists. Well, now I did. Good. They were great. Aren't they? Yes. Yes. I wish some of them were smarter, but... Well, so Andy, much you go and do. design your own MP3 player. <laughs> oh. What I need you to do is learn how to work with hardware. What? Design my own MP3 player? No, I meant playing software. Oh, okay, that's less of an issue. Yeah, not actually, like, building a, a, an MP3 player, like a physical device to play MP3s, mm. just a piece of software that will live on a physical device that will play MP3s. So, speaking... Oh, my new phone should be coming soon, by the way. Ah. Yay. So, speaking of new phones, yes. Amazon, and Apple... Wait, so, so what... Is that where we're leaving this? There's a, a like, 8-inch iPad mini possible... Yes. Okay. They have a predictive price point? Nope. Okay. They're just thinking it might be out in September. Um, okay, so never mind. Price range, 250 to 300 Yeah, not worth it. Yeah. Okay. So what's also has been flying around? An Amazon phone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they did get in the tablet business. Yeah. Kindle Fire's working out for them. So a Kindle phone? Yeah. I mean, okay, so you got the Kindle Fire. All you got to do is just add the phone chips to it. <laughs> you just need to, like, stick a piece of hardware in there. It, it all works. Yeah. Not not quite any. Okay, so you have to get the whole FCC I mean, testing and all that stuff. Okay. But supposedly they're already in talks with uh, Foxconn. For manufacturing. Yep. These companies need to stop using Foxconn because they just kind of leak everything now. I guess Foxconn doesn't care. They're like, hey, more people talking about us. Rock on. Yep. Oh, hey, more suicides. But that would be, it'd be the Kindle Fire with a phone. Yeah. I could see it. They already have their own app store set up. Could it be possible? Would it be possible? Mm. It's, it was like the, the I mean, jump from the iPod what? Touch to the iPhone. It, it just seemed logical. Well, that's because the iPod Touch came after the iPhone. No, I thought the iPod Touch came first. Uh, no, because we joked about it, Like, oh, look, they took the iPhone and took out the phone. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Release date September eighth, twenty or September fifth, two thousand and seven for the iPod Touch iPhone, the original iPhone. Thank you. Oh, January 9th, two thousand and seven. Damn. They looked at the iPhone and they took out the phone. We yeah. joked about it. I don't remember what we joke about. You remember <laughs> everything else about the show? <laughs> Although you seem to conveniently forget our bets when you don't win them. <laughs> I conveniently forget many things. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, possible Amazon phone? I could easily see it. I, I could see it, too. I'm just not sure why. I mean, why would they be wanting to get into the hardware business? They already are in the hardware business. I know, but the tablet is so that they can promote the, the, the Kindle reader and the Amazon App Store. I don't know if that'll transfer to the phone as well. Uh, I think the App Store would transfer pretty well to a phone. Yes, well, I know that. <laughs> but the Kindle itself. I mean, they have the Kindle app on the phones and it's kind of nice. means I don't have to buy a Kindle. God, I tried reading stuff on the Kindle app on the phone. Yeah? It's so tiny. So make it bigger. Well, it was a PDF file, so... Oh. I could zoom not in. <laughs> don't give me this, you can't make it bigger. You can zoom in. I know, but then it just made it blurry. Or use a different app for a PDF. I know, I started using a different app for a PDF. I forgot which one it was. Yeah, if you're, if you're <laughs> Adobe Acrobat. Maybe. 
If you're going to use the Kindle Reader, use it for Kindle books. It works well with those. All right. So transferring over to phones, Verizon. Yes. yes. Remember the whole FCC net neutrality, the net neutrality thing back in yeah. December of 2010, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Verizon sued to stop it. Yeah. Well, they're actually no joke. This is dead serious. Claiming First Amendment rights on being able to charge more for certain content. Broadband networks are the modern day microphone by which their owners engage in First Amendment speech. Yeah, wouldn't First Amendment argue that they can't do anything to it? They're saying that they are entitled to the same control over the content that flows through its network as newspaper editors exercise over what appears in the paper. (laughs) I'm... I get where they're going with that. I mean, that's a really good argument. Yeah. You, you got to hand it to them. That is a really good argument. But I'm not sure I like it. There, there's things about it that don't sit well. Well, this is not the first time that First Amendment and basically pipes were brought up back in 1994 when cable was first, you know, becoming a main staple for everybody. Yeah. There was a law passed that said that the cable operators were required to put broadcast networks on their cable. Hence, like, you know, how you have, you would have Comcast, you'd be able to actually turn to ABC, NBC, NBC, CBS. Yeah. But it's carried over Comcast's network. Right. There was a fight back in 1994 about saying, hey, um, we don't want to have to have these uh, channels on here. Yeah. You're affecting our ability to, our free of speech by requiring us to use And the court up. said, suck it up, shut up, sit down? Basically, it, um, courts ruled for it, but then the Supreme Court ruled uh, against it back. It, it was a long, it's like three years it took them to figure this whole thing out. But it's, So it's not the first time. They're basically trying the same argument over again. So most likely, court's a little bit more conservative now than it used to be, so who knows how it's going to, if it actually gets all the way brought up to the Supreme Court again. Which way it'll go. Yeah. But so, yeah, this isn't the first time, but I still find it funny. It's like, oh, you're affecting our freedom of speech because we want to affect everybody else's i guess yeah i i I mean they could argue first amendment but so can their opponents yeah saying that yes you you certainly have like some editorial control but that's for verizon.com they're also claiming fifth amendment rights too yep you know, if it were a walled garden, if it were like AOL, yeah, absolutely you have control. But it's not. I'm paying you for service for the internet. Yeah. It, it, it's like saying that, you know what, it, it, I've got it. So it's not saying that it's it's the newspapers. It's like saying that your paper boy should have control over what ends up in your newspaper. Ah. I'm not paying Verizon to be my paper, to be my source. I'm paying them to deliver it. My delivery boy should not have a say. So it's, oh, what was that? Is it Title One or Title Three, where they're claiming different stuff? to try and compare broadband to basically comparing to newspapers or to your sewer pipe. Oh, uh-huh. I think it's Title Three is the sewer pipe, but I'm not sure. Yeah, this, I don't know. Oh. I thought I was pretty clever coming up with a well, no, no, delivery boy. You are, and that's an argument that's been going on right now in the telecommunications field is whether or not broadband providers are newspapers or sewer pipes. They, they are my delivery boy. Okay, so you're going with the sewer pipe. Yeah. This is a utility, yeah. not content. I'm not paying Verizon or anyone for content. I'm paying them for the utility to access the content. Which is the way the FCC is leading, but then all the broadband providers are like, but you're listing us as newspapers currently. Well, so then yeah. we'll change that, <laughs> and you'll get even fewer rights. Oh, God. It's a crazy, crazy time right now. Yep. Okay. What else do we have? Guild Wars 2 release date. 8-28. 8-28. August 28th. It's going to be a busy PAX for Mo. (laughs) 
Oh God, that would have just come out because that's that's like PAX weekend. Oh man, crazy! <laughs> Why did they do it on PAX weekend? They couldn't have done it like a week later. Mm. Okay. Oh, somebody wait. Google versus Siri, really? They yeah. Asked... So so someone did a, a competition. They asked Google and Siri the same questions and looked to see who was right more often. You know, because Apple's promoting Siri as this really amazing personal assistant. It does all this cool stuff and it can answer your questions for you. Siri was right 68% of the time. Google was right 86% of the time. So, yeah. I want to see... Okay, so they have some of the sample questions. I want to see all 1,600 of these questions. <laughs> I want to see how well I can do it. How well you can answer the 1,600 questions? Yeah. I mean, some of them... Uh, using a monster 1,600 question test. Let's track down the articles. Let's see. What team does Peyton Manning play for? Where is Elvis buried? Where am I? When did the movie Cinderella come out? How do I get to Boston? How do I get from Boston? to New York. Siri can't give you directions for a place you're not in? Nope. What the hell is that? What spices are in lasagna? Responded with a Yelp search with lasagna on the menu. <laughs> when is the next Haley's comment? Uh, I think that's supposed to be comment. Yeah. Uh, Fortune.cnn is not offering a link to the actual... I like how Steve Wozniak is even saying Siri sucks. That's... Yeah, well, he said it, it's good. It was good before Apple picked it up. Yeah. All right, let's see if this guy's got a website. He does. He's an analyst. Monster. Da, 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 da. I'm looking. That's his Piper Jaffrey thing. Let's see if we've got... Go on, Andy. All right. Moving on while Dave tries to find that. Yeah. So Cisco bought Linksys, right? Yes. So people would buy, you know, like Linksys routers. And how would you access the settings for your router, Dave? 192.168.1.1. You were correct. Okay. And Who actually, wasn't? Um, well, there was an automatic firmware update, which if you had automatic firmware updates turned on, your router, if you had typed in 192.168.1.1... I mean, I don't have a Linksys router anymore anyway, but... Yeah. Um. You would normally, you know how you'd get the, hey, type in your admin password, this, that, and the other thing. It would yeah. sh- come up with a website, website saying that you had to sign up for Cisco's cloud service. Oops. To control the settings of your router. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody said. They're like, um. I, I don't want my router's settings on someone's server. I'd like them on my router, please. So it's like the, um, the fact that was, okay, so you could change your router settings from anywhere. Why would I want to do that? I don't know. I don't know either, but that was the way that Cisco had it set up, saying, okay, no more local access. You only got it. You have to sign up for the cloud service. But no. <laughs> I know. That's what everybody said. So now Cisco is like, okay, okay, we heard you. There was even actually stuff there saying, um, oh, I got to find the, uh, yeah, from the Cisco Connect Cloud Terms of Service. You agree not to use or permit the use of this service to invade another's privacy for obscene, pornographic, or obsen- obsen- offensive purposes to infringe another's rights included but not limited to intellectual property rights to upload email or otherwise transmit or make available any unsolicited or unauthorized advertising promotional material spam junk mail or any forms of solicitation and there's stuff about viruses and to violate or encourage any conduct that would violate any applicable law mm. so according to their terms of service if you um, looked at porn or downloaded BitTorrents, you'd violate the clouds of service or the, the terms of service for connect cloud which I municipal people were not happy with. 
Yeah. Which I, people I found out that they had deleted why. portions of their privacy statement, but then everybody's like, well, it's not against the law for them to change the terms of service at any point of time in the future. I so, mean, that's kind of sucky. Yeah. So now everybody's like, hey. So Cisco said, okay, we'll give you back your local access, but you can still sign up for Connect Cloud. <laughs> no, just give me my local access, damn it. Yeah. I see that, and in my head, I think, was it WWDRT? Mm-hmm. Or was it DDWRT? Uh, DDWRT. DDWRT, or was it Tomato? That was the other one, yeah. Yeah. I see those, and I think, okay, I am in charge of my router. No one's going to do this sneaky, hey, we were probably going to shut you off if you're doing something illegal stuff. Right. Or we're going to force you to sign up to... Think about that. That's a big security hole. If you have your... Yeah, your router's information. Stored online. How many times have we watched websites get hacked? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fan of this. No. So they, they rolled back. They said, okay, we'll let you Never have mind. your local access. Never mind. But still, that was... No. Bad Linksys. Yeah. Bad. Well, technically bad Cisco. That too. So Wow. That's, okay, that is impressive that they, they went that far. Yeah. Idiots. Not good. Yep. Okay. So have you found your, your quiz questions? I have not. They, I don't believe they're published online. Oh, um, I do know, so it's from a company called Piper Jaffrey, and the analyst, whose name is Gene Munster, which <laughs> really, is Mr. At, the, Munster? at the top of the article anyway, so I didn't have to do a lot of digging to find that. So if you can find a way to contact him, you might be able to ask him for the list. Mm. Uh, but he asked 800 questions in a quiet room, 800 in Minneapolis on a, a noisy street. And Siri only got 68%. Yeah. Gotcha. And again, like all of this information is right at the top of the CNN Money article. I feel kind of bad that I wasn't able to find anything else. I guess he just put out a press release and CNN posted it as news. Yep, pretty yep. much. And then, you know, Gizmodo basically copied and pasted. Well, of course. As did 80 billion other blogs. Of course. So, review? Yes. A virus named Tom. Okay, what is a virus named Tom? I'm guessing it's a virus named Tom. It is indeed a virus whose name is Tom. Okay. Uh, it is a game oh. where you play the virus named Tom. All right. Uh, so, it, it's kind of like the... It, it's along the vein of the, the Pipeworks games. So, like the hacking in Bioshock or the, the... What is it? Where's My Water is the one on the phone. Pipe Dream, the classic Windows yeah. 95 game. You know, you've, you've got a series of pathways that you need to connect and get to a destination. Uh, gotcha. In this one, you actually don't have a destination. Your goal is to get every part of the path to be part of the path. Ooh, so okay. every square that has something in it needs to be part of the pathway. Hmm. Well, that adds a twist. Yeah. Uh, you don't place tiles, you only rotate them. The game actually is a fairly decent learning curve where it starts off where you can just kind of see the entire path and there's nothing there to stop you and you just go in and start rotating things until it works. Uh, it ramps up pretty quickly though, so some of the tricks that they'll do is you don't get to see part of the path unless it's part of the path. Oh, dude. So you can rotate the tile, but you have no idea what's there until you manage to connect it to something. Uh, you are a virus, so of course there are antiviruses, which are these little things that walk along the grid that you walk along, um, and can hit you and destroy you. Uh, there are the antivirus cores, for lack of a better name, they, they actually don't have a name, they're just red squares instead of the green squares. 
Uh, if you connect your path to the red square, the your your kind of virus source to the red squares, uh, they go boom and erase you. Ooh. It has a really, really amazing story. It, it, like, really short and simple story, I should say. It's not, like, fantastic, but it's comical. It, it's the whole mad scientist revamped. Gotcha. So you, you have been this... You are not, but your, your creator has been the scientist who created the world of tomorrow for this one company. He's made all these great inventions that made everyone's lives better. And then they canned him mm-hmm. because one of his inventions was not so great. Gotcha. And so then he made you, Tom, and you go through and you are going through his previous inventions and basically destroying them. Meanwhile, the company is trying to stop you. You actually get to play the villain in this. It's always fun to play the villain sometimes. Uh, great puzzle game. Really fast, really easy to pick up. Has multiplayer. Ooh. It's a multiplayer puzzle game. Cooperative multiplayer puzzle game. Those are fun. Yeah. I mean, just oh. have a, a clever little game. Very simple. Although, <laughs> I should say, the mechanics are very simple. Yeah. I'm at some puzzles where it's... I. I don't know how. Um, because in, in some of the puzzles, the walls wrap around. So when you send your, your pipe off through the top, it reappears at the bottom. Oh, It's like a Pac-Man universe. Gotcha. Yeah. So it gets to be really, really complex. But definitely a clever little game. If you pre-order it, you get access to the current beta, which really, it's the finished product. I, I don't see how much they're going to change between now and release. When's release? August, according to Steam? Yes. Okay. So they've got a month. They could put in new levels. They could put in different things, new videos, new modes. I don't think they're going to do much. So you're basically just getting the game very early. Gotcha. I haven't encountered any bugs. Not that I've tried. Gotcha. Hmm. Definitely worth picking up at the half price you get for pre-ordering. Yeah, five bucks. And you get the Steam key. Ooh. So I could sell it in Europe for seven fifty and make a profit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that looks like a fun little thing. It is uh, uh, indeed a fun little thing. It's a great little game. And I'm, I'm curious about the multiplayer. Multiplayer the, looks pretty fun. Are you the only one who's got it right now? Oh, of my immediate friends, yes. Gotcha. So, Andy. (laughs) I'm good at the moment. I got a Jeep to take care of, and Mm. golf, and Penny Arcade, which I'll talk about next week. Okay. Golf? This would be the uh, Tiger Tiger Woods? Woods. Yeah. Okay. It's taken a while to get through the game. (laughs) Yeah, well, I've been playing Civ Five, so, you know, beat that. True. All right, so random topic? Yes. Okay, rolled ahead of time. Who has the higher IQ? I haven't taken an IQ test, have you? No. I've taken the, the home... Mensa test? Yeah. I forgot what it told me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... It, uh, the, the Mensa home test told me that I should try and apply for Mensa. Oh, congratulations. But I haven't yet. Especially since... If, if we were to look at this in D&D stats, I have a feeling I might have the higher int, but Andy would have the higher wisdom. What? You don't think so? Mm. Do I have it backwards? Just or do you, do you think that you have higher in both? I... I don't know. Now I'm trying to do D&D wisdom versus intelligence. Wisdom, street smart, intelligence, book smart. Ah. I do believe I would be more street smart than you. But I think I've got you on the book smart. Some book smart. That's that's the problem with IQ is it's such an arbitrary number. Yes. It's like the old joke with the Mensa guys at the diner. Yeah. Salt and pepper shakers. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Yeah. On the show. Yeah. Moving from one to the other. Yeah. So it's... It's not like a... a, So IQ, they aren't asking who's smarter. They're asking who is the higher IQ. Yeah. I I don't know, but also I don't really care. Yeah. I I consider Andy to be a pretty smart guy. I consider myself to be pretty smart as well. Uh Yeah, it's one of those things. Who submitted this one? I don't know. (laughs) I'd have to... 
fucking What the hell are you trying to do? Split up the show? Break up the band? Submitted by Yoko Ono. I can see next... Yeah. What? I can see, like, next, you know, next random uh, topic suggests, like, which one's better looking? <laughs> Who has the higher charisma? Well, it's the classic... Who's more one. flexible? We did have the who could beat each other up question. So that, that was one. strength? <laughs> so we have strength. You have intelligence. Who's better looking? I Charisma. Who can take a punch better? Who is more constitution? I think I could take a punch better. I don't know. You, you seem kind of frail sometimes, Andy. Isn't constitution also about endurance? Mm, to some extent. That, you, you certainly beat me. Yeah. But I think I handle pain better than you do. Uh, are we going to have to have a pain off? I Why? <laughs> They Why on, would we want that? They did on Mythbusters. Why would we want to do that, ever? Did you ever watch that episode where no. Adam versus Jamie? No. Why would we ever want to do that? To see. To find out. No. We had our, we had our head-to-head competition, that kind of. That fizzled. Because Dave was going to win. You, yeah, you still haven't picked. I believe, I, I think I win by, yes, by de facto. I it's think, been like four years. I think I win. Yeah, that was not a smart choice on my part. I tried to make it fun. Dave tried to I, win. No, I tried to make it fun, too. I pick things that I enjoyed doing. <laughs> that I, I, I still beat you in a three move checkmate. Oh, there was it's. Why did I pick D and D? Bowling though, that was my. Uh, no, so bowling, you destroyed me. Yeah. D and D. I mean, you picked it because you thought you could win it. I I picked it because I thought it was going to be fun. It was fun. No, it wasn't. You didn't like that. It was pure torture. You came. You invested everything in an early strike. Yes. You knew, you had a plan. You thought it was going to win and it did it i had a different plan i knew the system and i was able to change that oh that stupid five-step rule five-step rule nothing clerics with a high tolerance for everything (laughs) i'm like well andy's gonna probably come out with something that can deal incredible amounts of damage i'd like to be able to heal myself and have a constitution through the freaking roof oh look at that vorpal blade andy gets to roll an attack to see if it kills me in one hit Oh, nope, resist. Ha, ha, ha. Harm, 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 greater harm, harm. I win. Yeah. <laughs> like, disintegrate, <laughs> harm. It's like, okay, you're standing right next to me. Take five steps back. I, if I'm fighting you, I'm not going to let you take frickin' five steps back. Well, but the point is that you, you commit your entire move to disengaging. Yeah, but you're able to you commit to disengaging and then cast a spell. Well, because you have a move in the standard. I and mean, it's third, third edition, so it's not called a move in a standard, but that's what it was. Ugh, it was ridiculous. It's, it's just like, I'd come at you, hit you, not really do anything. You'd take a step back, cast a spell, seriously hurt me. Then I would take five steps step forward hit you it oh yep oh that was not so what you needed to do was pin me against a wall <laughs> but then you take five steps to the side i'd have to pin you in a corner no if if we're next to each other if we're we're base to base as they say then a five step either side is still touching you on the corner oh so then i'd get to to uh you'd get the free hit when i cast a spell and in third edition it's a chance to interrupt so what i should have done is bum rushed you into one of those movable walls exactly Damn. Except the movable walls rotated. Yeah, I know. So there was no solid wall to pin you against. Oh, there was the side walls. Yeah. You should have gone invisible at the start. I was invisible at the start. I know. And then bum rushed me into the side wall or the corner, and then I'd have to take, like, a full move to get away. Uh. Nope. I sat there. I buffed myself up. I waited for you to strike, and then I just beat the shit out of you. Yeah, that was not good. I had a good time with that. That was a lot of fun. (sighs) I lucked out that I picked a cleric. <laughs> yeah. If you had picked anybody else. Anybody else, your first strike probably would have killed me. 
That would have been a one shot. That that weapon was ridiculous. <laughs> was like if you hit, you have a such and such. You know, make an attack against their fortitude. If you win, they die. Mm -hmm. What? That's what I, I spent most of my time just going through the. Uh, oh, we have this much gold. Okay, what items are available? Flip, flip, flip. What the hell? <laughs> Can kill opponent. Is able to buy it because it normally has nine uses, and the price would decrease with the number of uses available. Ah. <laughs> so I think yeah. I bought it with like three uses. I mean, so the so the way I saw that competition though was who can meta game better. Oh God. Talk about intelligence, being able to understand the system and find the loopholes. Okay, if that's your measure of intelligence, <laughs> I win. <laughs> oh, understanding the system. If that is your measure, I won't say I win, but if that's your measure of intelligence, I would be greater. Well, yeah, but okay, so it's also... Can, can we agree on that? If that's the measure, then Yeah, yes. and I disagree but, that that's the measure, but yeah. if that is, I win. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it's just kind of funny thinking about the, uh, I'm sorry to bring it up again, but the Big Bang Theory, where they're driving to, I think, get back Sheldon's stuff that he got stolen. Way at the start? It's an early episode. No, because he's, uh, he's dating Priya at the time. Okay. But they're driving out to grab his stuff, and the car breaks down, and all of them together, and like... None of them know how to fix a car. He, but, yeah, Leonard asks, like, if they understand how an internal combustion engine works, and they're all like, oh yeah, he did such a technical, yada yada. And then he asks, does anybody know how to fix an internal combustion engine? And they're all just like, nope. Uh. So intelligence Wisdom for sin. Yeah, intelligence by itself is not. Yeah, it does you no good. But you have to know how to use the intelligence. Yeah, so I, I can fix some things with an internal combustion engine. Not as much as you probably could. True. So who has the higher? <laughs> Basically, we're getting to the point of who has the higher, higher IQ. Does it really matter? No. No. Okay. I think, I think we'll that's, end, yeah. that's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.